Hey, this is Douglas D. Ruggiero. I'm a dermatology physician assistant who practices in Rome, Georgia, where I love taking care of patients who have these immune-mediated inflammatory skin disorders, namely atopic dermatitis and psoriasis. It's great and it's become fun treating these patients because we now have good therapies for them. You know, we're going to focus a little bit on topical treatments. What a renaissance we are going through in terms of the topical world. You know, Marion Salzberger, who is arguably the most famous and legendary and influential dermatologist of the 20th century, was the first to take a recently discovered uh, prednisone, hydrocortisone, put it into a powder, mix it into lanolin and white petrolatum, and begin putting it on inflammatory skin, and it forever changed the, the trajectory of dermatology treatments. That was the first use in 1952 of cortisone topical treatments. It changed our and moved us away from the tyranny of TARS, as one person famously said. And I believe these new topicals that are about to come out, and one has already come out, a new JAK uh, inhibitor topical, may break the tyranny of topical steroids. Why do I say that? Because we know that steroids are a trusted partner. They sit in our back pocket. We've used them all the time, but they do not come without concerns. They come with the concern of striae, with atrophy and with HPA axis suppression, with dispigmentation. So we're always concerned about those things when we're using them. And these newer treatments, and we have such a, a, an avalanche of new treatments coming at us right now. It's kind of exciting that we have these new combinations of steroids with terazetine, steroids with calcipatrine, and new vehicles, new exciting ways to deliver these medicines and see better efficacy. And then we have new PDE4s that are out, and we have these oral hydrocarbon receptor blockers that are out. And we now have the new JAK inhibitor topical that's out, really the first in class for the treatment of mild to moderate atopic dermatitis. So how are these going to change things for us? I think we're going to have and now have in our hands a topical medication that I find is about as efficacious as a mid to uh, upper potency topical steroid without any of the side effects that uh, steroids offer. Now, that's not to say that we don't have other things that we have to watch out for, because JAK inhibitors have been out in oral forms for other indications, for rheumatoid arthritis, for other indications like graft versus host and other things. And with those oral medications, we know that the FDA has in their labels a risk of malignancies, severe infections, thrombosis, and cardiac events. The question is, as these topical comes out, as the topicals come forward, how much of that do we have to be concerned with? As of right now, we have to talk to our patients and we have to be concerned with all of it. That is to say that we have to talk to our patients and say that these things are still included in the package insert. And we have to look at each individual product as it comes out to see if the FDA is gonna continue with that labeling or will any of the future products be able to move away from that labeling based on safety profiles? For the most part, with these topical jacks, the one that is out and the ones that will come, uh, I believe most of the experts are going to tell us that they are safe to use when they're appropriately used for uh, body surface areas of 20% or less, and that you're watching the grams, uh, and that how much you're using per week, and you're using it for patients that have mild to moderate disease. Uh, and so if we can do that, then we know that the absorption is minimized and the side effects, uh, serious side effects 
are extraordinarily rare. So I'm excited to have this new topical jacks that are out. Um, this new uh, one is, is currently indicated for atopodermis. I mentioned we may have other indications coming out for these, uh, these jack inhibitors for seborrheic dermatitis, for alopecia areata, for vitiligo. So once you get inside the cell, where jacks are exerting their uh, or jack inhibitors are exerting their influence, and you're blocking that transcription cascade that's synthesizing proteins and driving pro-inflammatory mediators, then it has the potential to affect several other disease states. So that's exciting for us to have this, and I hope that you will look forward to learning about utilizing and um, offering these, uh, these products, particularly in the topical world, to our patients with these diseases. Thank you very much.